if I could teach you one thing about nutrition, what would that be? Kia ora, I'm Janet, a qualified personal trainer, nutrition coach and mum of four boys. You're listening to The Riggs Ramblings, a podcast that is a space and a place for you to be while we explore the non-bullshit approach to nutrition, exercise and all the bits in between. I have a huge passion for movement and ordinary people achieving extraordinary things. So we'll have some adventures and we'll be joined by some epic guests along the way who will share their wild journeys through this thing we call life. Let's crank on into it. Kia ora, Janet here and you're listening to another episode of the Riggs Ramblings podcast. Today's episode is number 51. We have reached the pinnacle of podcasts apparently. When you reach either 50 episodes or your podcast is a year old, you are in the top uh, 5 to 10% of podcasts because a lot of them don't actually make it this far. Uh, lucky for you, uh, all of my crew and my audience, that I love a good ramble so I'm probably not going to go uh, anywhere and hopefully we can keep building these milestones. Um, today's podcast is a, it's a it's a backup to the email I sent out a couple of weeks ago, so if you are not on my email list, you are missing out. And it's about how are you talking uh, to yourself? Because how we talk to ourselves is literally one of the largest and biggest keys to our success. Because if you're constantly putting yourself down and talking yourself into a spiral, then your success will be hard fought, even harder fought and possibly not a success at all. Now the disclaimer to this podcast is that this is a general population um, conversation and it is not a conversation that involves our mental health. It's in the absence of mental health, of course, um, and I just really need to put that in there. So what I notice as a coach, what I notice as an athlete, um, as a human, I guess, and as a friend to others is that, you know, how we talk to ourselves is, it's actually probably a lot bigger and a lot larger um, than anybody gives themselves credit for. I mean, nobody's positive all the time, like, let's be honest, and those that are are probably on drugs of some sort, you know, probably psychedelic drugs, but... For the most part, successful people or people who are deemed successful can and will talk to themselves into a positive light. Now, sometimes we talk about the air of arrogance that elite athletes have, or elite athletes, all oh, that arrogant. Um, and to a point, it's required. It's not the arrogance that normal Joe Bloggs would have walking down the street. He's an arrogant motherfucker. It's an arrogance of faith and belief in themselves because sometimes even they are faking it till they make it, just like the rest of us. But if they do not believe in themselves, if they do not believe that they have what it takes to be that 1%, then they aren't going to be part of that 1%. And that is what being part of the 1% is is having that faith and that belief in themselves that I often say to people I'm just crazy enough to think that I can when people ask me why do you do these things I mean and I'm you know I'm just a weekend warrior I'm not doing anything that anybody else in this country or the world is not capable of I'm not an elite athlete my results are not world staggering I'm just you know back of the pack uh, Janet, who's just crazy enough to think that she can do these things. And elite athletes, too, are crazy enough that 
they think that they can do these things. And once they reach that magnitude, I mean, of course, that's paired with actually being elite athlete, um, you know, individuals that are A, talented and B, made of the right stuff. But they have people eventually that talks them up. And I had a conversation with somebody the other week about Tiger Woods. And I remember reading an abstract um, from Tiger Woods where he said, as an elite athlete, you are... Yeah, part of that one percent, and you you know you have to have that belief in yourself. But along the way, the people in your journey, the stepping stones that turn into the building blocks of who you are as a sports person, tell you how good you are. And it is all about building you up, and it's build, 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 build. And they built me into a you know the world's best golfer. Yes, however, they also built into me that I was amazing and I could do anything, and nothing was outside of my capabilities and that I deserved things and he said you know he cheated on his wife he struggled with drugs and alcohol um, because he thought he could do all those things because he was Tiger Woods Um, but yeah that was a humbling fall from grace wasn't it but you know he got to the top uh, you know by talking highly of himself and then clearly took it a little bit over the top but you know we're not here to talk about Tiger Woods we're here to talk about us the general population can be really, really hard to maintain positivity. Now, the last if the if the last month and the last year, um, this podcast has been recorded on the third of August two thousand and twenty-three, has taught me anything is that in times of uh, crisis and hardship, it can be really, really hard to keep thinking positively. And you sort of start to think, oh God, is it just a whole lot of mumbo jumbo that has sort of been sold to us to try and you know make. Um, gold from you know silver and shit situations but what I have learned is that if we continue to think negatively and we can't seem to stop ourselves from only thinking about the bad shit then all we're going to do is create a cycle of bad shit and we you know, are never going to be able to make bloody cotton candy and rainbows from a shit situation but what we can do is we can set ourselves up to be able to deal with it in the best situation that we can. And that is by believing and thinking and telling ourselves that from this some good things will come. And I always say, oh, there's a lesson to be learned here or, you know, there's always a good that comes out of a really, really bad situation. And for some people, you know, God, it just seems to hammer them. They get crisis after crisis after crisis. But for the most part, how we deal with that will come from how we talk to ourselves. If you keep telling yourself that stress is a burden to you and that you can't deal with your stress, then you're not going to be able to deal with your stress. If you keep saying that, you know, training is too hard and it sucks and I'm not going to do well, then you're probably not really going to do well. And I see that in athletes as well. I see that in people that, you know, want to do really well and they do really well because they can focus on the training and they don't always necessarily enjoy training training is not something that we always enjoy I don't always enjoy training um I can tell you right now that 800 and 400 meter running sprints is something that I'd rather hijack myself with than do something else like drink coffee um but I do them I hate them but I do them and at the end of them I'm always stoked that I've actually managed to get them done I find them incredibly challenging I also um dislike with a passion four minutes kayak intervals I like being in my kayak 
I don't mind working hard in my kayak, but four minutes of sprinting in a kayak uh, is actually, yeah, hard and a little bit soul-destroying. But again, at the end, you get the endorphins, you get the positivity, and it shows because at the end of the day, you will be getting somewhere with your training, your running speed will be increasing, your paddle turnover will also be increasing in that kayak. And there's always a positive to come from it. And the more that we believe that our training is you know, showing our benefits and understanding that if we keep at it and work hard, the training will work. And it does, time and time again. Otherwise, you know, if it didn't work, people wouldn't sell training plans. They wouldn't be your coach. There would be no such thing as coaching and training plans, would there? Because they just go, oh, that didn't work. When really it does. Life is too short to be miserable. And misery attracts misery. It really does. So when we think sometimes there's no way out or, you know, again, this is general population. This is just talking about general life stresses or when things aren't going quite the way you want them to go. There is always a way out. And I'm not here to say the whole Jacinda Ardern's be kind to yourself because that is a crock of shit. Um, But we need to be able to put some positive spins on the shit situations. Yes, you heard me right. The shit Situation, not just a situation, the shit situation, uh, to improve it because if we don't believe it, then it won't happen. And sometimes we don't even have to believe it. We can do that whole fake it till we make it so that we can grow ourselves and build ourselves because how you talk to yourself is key to what and where you're going to get. You have to believe in some weird shape or form that you can do it that you're going to make it and then by doing that you will be guided by the hard work that you put in you'll be more willing to put the hard work in and you'll actually want to succeed and then you will get to a stage where your hard work will show off you will start to grow you will see the benefits of putting it all in and from there you as an individual will grow And then you'll achieve some fine wankery and you'll be stoked. You know, like, the longest day in the end for me, I talk about that a lot, was the creation of years of hard work to get there. I was cocky enough when I first entered the coast to coast to think I could do it all in one crack um, on the first year, but it turned out, you know, kayaking was something I had to master. And I could have just gone, oh, well, that frightens me and scares me and I'm not going to do it now and just quit but that's not who I am I don't like quitting on things Um, so I just had to go right back to basics and relearn some things and I put two years into the two-day race then of course COVID and that other year let's not talk about that but then to go back this year with you know a lot of training under my belt and a really good mindset of the fact that I'd put in the work, I knew my targets, and it paid off, and I hit them all, you know, aside from being, you know, 28 seconds left in the kayak. That wasn't good luck or good management. Um, well, it was good management, but it came from the fact that I'd put in the hard work. I kept myself true to my training by, you know, talking good about myself. Sure, there were days then it was completely revolting and I wasn't talking that nicely to myself. But I showed up to myself in other ways, the ways that I always seem to show up for myself, which is maintaining my 
um, a sleep schedule. I don't try to, I try not to sabotage myself in that sense. You know, I eat well, I train well, and I spend my whole days talking to other people positively that I've really got to do that for myself. And that's what I did. I knew that I could do all of those things. And when I was told that I had to work extremely hard, I did. And I couldn't see a way that it wouldn't not work. So if you're finding life a little bit tough and cranky at the moment, maybe you need to see a little bit of how you can think that it might not not work. So if you've got some goals, all work's getting you down, have a think about it. If you think, right, well, this is not actually not going to work, then you will probably find that it will work. How you talk to yourself is key. How we believe ourselves is key. If you think that everything is just going to fall to bits, don't be surprised if it does. Because in the worst of the worst situations, if you can somehow, somehow find a small thing to think positively about and stick at it and keep talking kindly to yourself, then that will grow. That will build and that will continue to manifest the good situations and you might just find yourself in a, well, out of a shit situation. So there's today's tough talk for you. I'd like to say this is on a Tuesday, but it's not, it's on a Thursday. <laughs> How you talk to yourself is key to your success. The more positive you can be about yourself, the more positive your success will be. And the more that people around you will also be those same sorts of people. We draw in and we attract. Uh, negativity will just draw in more negativity. If you find yourself in a group or around a group, your friends all do nothing but um, dwell on things, then you too will dwell on things. If you are the only positive person in your friend group, you pretty soon will end up not being because they will draw your energy from you and drag you down. So be mindful about who you surround yourself with. Who's your village? How does the village talk to each other? It's not always going to be lollipops and rainbows, but for the most part, we need it to be. We really do need it to be. And if you're the one that is dragging your own self down, then maybe you need to have a stern talking to yourself and change the way you think and definitely change the way you talk to yourself because it's key to your success. Anyway, I thank you for joining us uh, today. I'm starting to ramble and repeat myself, so that means it's time to come to an end. I thank you for joining us. Save us as your favourites, and I cannot wait to see where this takes us. 